0437 is our text line here at SEN Tassie Breakfast. You might have a text for our next guest, SEN's own Tom Morris. Welcome to the show, Tom. Brent, I come in. Can you hear me? Is that all good? No, Tim hasn't got your microphone turned on. Yep, As usual, good. Tom, Tim, Brent, on, hey, ongoing issue just here. came over, didn't he? Just yeah. pulled that out. <laughs> That's not my skills. That's Me not either. my expertise. So, That's... Brent, I come into Hobart. I haven't been here for three years. I say to Tim, I'm, I'm happy to come on SEN Hobart. I've heard so many good things. And you're not here. What's going on? I know. On? Yeah. I know. I'm before meeting I... you in person. And then he's flat. just listened to the last segment and realised whilst you're up there working, you didn't even go to the press conference. <laughs> That's true. And I said, mate, it's yeah. different down here. People like Tom, they, they get to where they get from hard graft, Brent, <laughs> and having a crack. I think sometimes you've just had a pretty easy ride down here. I've in got my fingers in too many pies, Tom. Now, I want to address Fair the enough. elephant in the room. Obviously, yep. big announcement yesterday. You're off and leaving us at SEN. But the good news is you and I will still be colleagues because you're off to Channel 9 as a chief football reporter, which is very exciting news. And I'll be... Your little minion here in Tassie picking up your interviews when you can't be bothered coming down here. Uh, uh, first of all, I think it's unbelievable that the story of a journalist going to another media company becomes a story. Like, <laughs> like what is going on? Well, I think that's a good sign. It's when you really made it. Well, it's for a few other reasons that maybe we can discuss a bit later today, Tim. But I think... Um, uh, I, I mean, Channel 9 came and offered me a job and I was happy to take it, but I might not be leaving SEN. They, they, there is a position Good. potentially to, um, to do some part-time work. So Hosting Tassie Breakfast, wasn't it? Well, <laughs> from in the studio. <laughs> but I will say, you know, SEN's been amazing this year in Melbourne. Um, I've loved every second and I would like to continue working for SEN if I can. And 9 are allowing me to do radio as well. So there is a possibility that I'll still be doing SEN. But, yeah, it was a big day yesterday. My phone blew up. And um, most of it positive, which was good, but I'm not, I'm not drinking my own bath water. I'm a journalist just trying to do a job, and I'm, not, I'm not, certainly not the story. It's, no, it is a story. It's a good story too. Now, so the chief footy reporter. Yep. So we'll hit you with the first big question yep. then. The Tassie AFL team, oh. <laughs> the stadium, what, what have you heard around that? Or, well, not what have you heard about it, but what's your take on it from a media sense on the mainland? Yeah. Watching it from the outside, it must be bizarre. It is bizarre. My take is... Um, I probably don't have the information that Brent or you have, but from what I can garner, speaking to the speaking to people at the AFL, even speaking to people in and around politics, which I've made a few calls um, a couple of months ago, I just can't understand why there's a hold-up. I, I get why there's some people that are a little bit, um, I guess, anxious towards the AFL, maybe a little bit standoffish towards the AFL, they don't trust the AFL, but here you have an opportunity not just to have an AFL team, but to have a state-of-the-art stadium that is multi-purpose yep. and get funding, as Brent, you reported, into um, local sport, local football here, and it's not being taken. I just find it mind-boggling and staggering. And this, people who disagree with me might say, oh, that's just the mainland view. Yeah, yeah. But oh, the, you're a mainland with the suit. Mainland, what are you doing? You know, but I, I, I am staggered, and I've looked into it quite closely. There was a great article um, in one of the weekend papers about two months ago, a big, like a magazine article, yep. and it sort of laid everything out, and I wish I could read it again. I should have read it before this interview. But to me, it's just a no-brainer, isn't it? Yep. It's a no-brainer that you get a team, you get a roof stadium, and the AFL's big on that, and yes, it costs a lot of money, but the AFL's putting in money, the federal government, they've managed to get some cash for, and Tasmania is a state benefits from it, yep. so it just, I, I, it well, just staggers generate me. money in itself. I think the argument down here, hasn't it, Brent, has been around housing and, and health yeah. and, and the need to fix those two things, which is which is obvious it's the same all around the world yeah but like issues, if, but, but if you use that argument and i'm sure you've discussed this at length happen. yeah nothing would happen it's like yeah. well why are we redeveloping marvel stadium when there's hospitals that need to be built yeah. 15 kilometers away like there are pools of money for each bit of infrastructure and if there's a pool of money for stadia 
and um, growth of an economy, then surely this is the perfect situation. Yeah, yeah, no um, doubt. And, and, and the economic spin-offs, we've spoken about that too. But even here last night, I struggled to get a hotel room in Launceston with the Jack Jumpers being in town. That'll be tenfold. Yeah. Um, if the well, you AFL could have gone to the press conference. <laughs> Goodness me. Hey, Brent, I got, can I ask you a question on this? Ooh, Is yes. it genuinely a chance of falling over, or do we think it's going to get up eventually? No, I can't see it falling over from here. We've come too far, and I keep saying this, Tom, that we actually have a provisional licence in our hand right now. Can you imagine us reporting that story that we've handed it back to the AFL? It would just be the most disastrous day in Tasmania, one of the most disastrous days in Tasmania's history. I yeah. just can't see it happening. We, we've had the Premier, we've had two AFL board members in the last month, and, and both have stopped short of saying 100% it's happening, but I think we've got a 99.9, yeah. didn't we? Yeah. 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 It, it, needs to, it needs to happen for the competition as well. And well, if, they need to start building it as well because 2028 is round one. Yeah. And they haven't committed to having it ready by 2028. They have that. It's 2029. I think they're they're allowing themselves the extra year, extra for, year. for the team yep. to come in in yeah. 2028. And play maybe at Blunston and, but yeah. and, a, women's team, and a women's team as women's well. Women's team first. Mm. Even 2029 is going to be difficult to get the stadium built by then. How, how You know the AFL well, Tom. Are they up yeah. for negotiation with the contract? Because I, I just <laughs> honestly can't see the stadium being built by 2029 either. No. Uh, no, they're not up for negotiation with the contract. I would imagine that um, if the stadium can't be built by 2029, that then they'll have a conversation then. But the, the AFL's been steadfast because in order to get this through, they had to get approval from the presidents. And in the end, that approval was, if not formally unanimous, colloquially unanimous, Brent. Like, the, the presidents approved it because of the work that had gone in behind the scenes. And I worked with Nick Rewalt at Fox. I know he's come on here before as well. Um, you know, like um, James Henderson's been a big part of it. There's a lot of influential people who have Tasmanian links that have done a hell of a lot of work. And if it doesn't get up, uh, the 0.1%, if it doesn't get up, then it will put this back generations. You won't have a yep. team. Um, <laughs> yep. and, and, the, and the next point of, of all this as well is once a Tasman, the AFL wants to get this 19th license so they can start looking ahead to the 20th license. And the longer this delays it, the longer the 20th license is delayed as well. So I hope it gets done and I hope that these Tasmanian naysayers who are against it come to their senses and realise this is great for not just Tasmanian football, Tasmanian sport, but also um, the code in general. Yeah, before we get on to a few Cricket World Cup mm. questions, what, what's the fallout or what's your view on the Round Zero announcement? <laughs> it's uh, annoyed a lot of people, hasn't it? Hasn't it? Footy fans like routine. They like to come in and know exactly what they want. Richmond Carl, either Richmond Carlton on the first Thursday night, or as the Dogs Melbourne a couple of weeks, a couple of years ago. Um, but what the AFL's big on, um, and this is going to be evident in the next CBA from 2025 onwards, is having games or not having games that overlap, or trying to limit the amount of games that overlap. And the best way to avoid that in the short term in 2024 is have buys. So there's not. Uh, 18 teams playing every single week. And there's a lot of buys in the first 15 or 16 rounds, yeah. which means that the chances of games overlapping and the broadcasters getting annoyed with that is decreased. Um, I don't mind opening round. I get it because the NRL is in Las Vegas, but I think the name needs some needs some work. I think people like round one. And I also think that um, it's good to start with a blockbuster at the MCG, uh, Richmond Carlton. So the fixture is an interesting one. It's always going to frustrate people, Brent. It's always going to um, anger some people and some teams. But I think overall, um, they've done a pretty good job. And if you look at it, if you actually look at it um, forensically, as I did last night while I was watching the cricket, 
the best teams have the hardest draw. The teams down the bottom have the easiest draw. And if you're if you're a poor team like West Coast, you're not rewarded with primetime games. Was Carlton, Collingwood, Nor and these teams they, Brent. are rewarded with good good games? Uh, a quick Absolutely. one off the text line here. We've got one from Kicker Collins saying, "When does Tom think the AFL will allow draft pick purchasing?" That is a good question. It was there was a chance it was going to be this year, but um, it won't be this year now. It's too late. There's a chance it will be next year. Yeah. What they want to do is increase the fluidity between teams. This is why you can trade players a, you know a year ahead yeah uh, so not play players trade picks a year ahead yeah um i mean imagine if it was like the nba where you could trade your second round pick in 2027 we're love not it. there yet i love that but it would be amazing so this is another step in that direction and um and i think there's every chance it will come in next year if not the year after and it will suit clubs because clubs down the bottom have money clubs at the top don't have money but they want good players to come in so it can actually be mutually beneficial yeah and what about world cup we had a little bit of a chat off mm. air I'm taking you to Ahmedabad, yep. Sunday night, 7 o'clock. Yep. The coin is in <laughs> Rohit Sharma's hand. It goes up in the air. If you're Pat Cummins, what are you doing? I am checking what <laughs> side that coin lands on with uh, w- within a centimetre because if you don't, you risk potentially. Um, Have you seen this, Brent? I haven't seen it, but I'm being told we have to get to a break. So as quick as you can, Tom, give us your wrap for the World Cup because you know what it's like to get to time out of an SEN show to get to other things. I do. Very very quickly, um, very impressed with the Australians. Um, They started slowly. They fought Mm -hmm. hard. And I've got to say, um, the Australians know how to play World Cup uh, tournaments, don't they? They know how to play tournament cricket. And it would be amazing if they beat the Indians on Sunday night. But watch that coin. Yeah, watch the coin very closely, (laughs) Brent. Your life depends on it. Like a hawk. Awesome to have you on the show, Tom, and love to get you back on before you, you leave us permanently. And hopefully you do stay. It'd be great to have you a part of the SEN family still. Thanks for coming into the studio, mate. Enjoy your time in Tassie. Thanks, Brent. Look forward to meeting you one day in person. Yeah, exactly right. Tom Morris not that great. joining us on SEN Tassie Breakfast. We're off to our final break of the morning. Coming back to wrap it up next.